0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Doesn't matter who you are, the risen Lord suffered and died on a cross for you. My podcast series is devoted to the Catholic faith. My goal is to reignite our faith. Please note my podcast remains explicitly of my own experience and opinions. However, any core belief or statement made regarding the Church comes solely from Church-approved sources. Welcome to Volume 5. Thank you again for hearing me out. Today we're going to discuss the sufferings of Christians, aka our crosses to bear. What is your cross? What cross do you bear in the name of Christ? Jesus suffered and died on a cross in order that we may be saved to offer us salvation, which was taken from us at the sin of Adam. So what do I mean by a cross? What is our contribution to the cross? Well, in a similar way, when we offer ourselves with Christ in the sacrifice of the Mass, we unite our little crosses, so to speak, with his great sacrifice on the cross. By cross, I mean any and all kinds of sufferings we may be going through, whether it be the worst kind of suffering, or of our own in the form of penance we offer him, whether it be by way of fasting or prayer. In a similar way, we carry our cross of sufferings, which we unite to Christ's great suffering. It is a fallacy to expect to be saved by him, that suffered so greatly for us just because we may profess his name in the Gospel of John our Blessed Lord says if you love me follow my commandments if we are going to be honest with ourselves in the current age we live following his commandments within itself is a suffering because it takes faith hope, and love to do so, all of which are a sacrifice of kind. If you are to be saved by him that offers us salvation, then you should carry your cross with love, perseverance, and faith, and leave the world behind. Many of times throughout Scripture, our Lord says this, Leave yourself behind and follow me. The road to salvation, as we already know, is narrow and filled with suffering. The road to damnation is wide, free of charge. It's easy and very rewarding on a worldly basis or material basis. But there is no substance to this road. It is a temporal game. Or an easy fix to our temporal problems if I make enough money my worries and problems will be lessened so I focus my energy on making more money or life's too short live it up enjoy it while you can life is short this life we live in itself is a temporal life but this isn't our life to live as we choose nor is this our life to waste it in idle thoughts and dreams. No, this life is a gift from God, so that while we are living in this time and space, we can spend it bringing glory to God by the way we live our life, by accepting the will of God in our life above our own wills. We travel the road less travelled with faith and courage, in the words of our Saviour Do not be afraid I have conquered the world We belong to him not to the empty promises of this world or for the temporal happiness we are so inclined to chase Jesus gave himself not for the world but for our souls He did not come into this world to save the world He came into this world to save us. And so we are reminded of a phrase so famously spoken in the Gospel. What does it profit a man who gains the whole world, but loses his soul? You see, the world is temporal. The soul is eternal. Everyone has a cross to bear. Some people bear unbelievable crosses of pain and anguish. What's yours? You could have many or little to none. If you do not have one and you're lucky enough, then I urge you to get one. And what I mean by that is not how it comes out. I don't mean you need to be suffering the kind of pain and anguish the physical kind of pain and anguish that we relate to the word suffering no all I mean is doing small things a little differently and by that I mean it may be praying just a little bit more than you normally do maybe fasting but not necessarily fasting of food Health-wise, you may not even be capable of fasting. So, there are many other forms of fasting, such as just fasting from certain things you know are no good for your soul and are not following the commandments of Christ, okay, or the or the will of God. It could be a small thing like not going and playing the pokies, for instance, when we all know that is quite a sinful act. It doesn't do you any good, and it could be. A great suffering for you to give that up. So that alone would be a suffering. Giving up bad language can be a suffering for many. Little things like that that can change your life for the better, that can lead you closer to God, are sufferings I'm talking about. Without suffering, there are no rewards. Let me remind you that to follow his commandments in itself is a suffering. It is you making the conscious decision to live by God's will and not of your own. That takes faith and help from God through his grace. Your sufferings are offered to God united within the sacrifice of the cross by our Lord, so that our sufferings are no longer in vain. Sufferings within themselves create discipline, which is the opposite of sloth. Sufferings create perseverance, which is the opposite of despair. When you persevere in suffering for the sake of Christ, you gain the grace of perseverance. You will feel a sense of achievement, thus building your character and resilience. Sufferings gives you a sense of self-worth, of importance. How does it do this? Put simply, our Lord suffered for us. We, in turn, suffer for him that suffered so greatly for us. Our sufferings are no longer in vain. Our sufferings are now elevated to heaven, concealed within the blood of him who suffered immensely for our redemption. So when we carry our own cross, we are not alone, because he who willingly died on a cross for us has carried our cross before us, and continues to carry our crosses now so what's really the definition of suffering it's suffering for a cause there is a reason we do it there is a cause and now our eternal goal or eternal cause is our destination and our destination as Christians is heaven with God so for example We suffer for our children when we work day and night to provide them with all the necessities they need. So that equals with a cause. It's a willing suffering that we accept with kindness and love for the sake of our children. So it's doing something that has a meaningful cause. Whereas agony would be the opposite of that. It would be suffering without an outcome, without a final destination into a Christ focused example when we suffer to do good for others we do this for the glory of God for instance love thy neighbor now if we are in a state of sin that being mortal sins that being grievous sin we know as the church teaches us our good works towards one another which again in itself is a suffering but while in this state of sin has no real outcome or cause for our souls, because while we are in this state, we are disconnected from obtaining God's grace. Thus, our good works or sufferings are no longer acceptable to God. Hence, we cannot hide our sufferings within Christ's great suffering and offer them for our souls or for the help of someone else in need. So how do we put ourselves back into this state of grace so we can continue to lovingly suffer for Christ? We call upon those living gifts that Christ himself left for us within his holy church. The gifts of the holy sacraments, which I discussed or summarised in volume two. We go to Mass and obtain peace for our souls through the sacrament of penance. We come before our priest, who is a shepherd of Christ, who is in place of Christ at the time, and we ask for penance with a contrite and humble, sorrowful heart. By doing this, we receive sanctifying grace. We then partake in the sacrifice of the Mass and obtain the Most Blessed Eucharist, the Body and Blood of Christ which then grants us the strength to continue once again in a state of grace, making all our sufferings worthy of Christ. That in turn inflames our prayers and our unity with God as we walk hand in hand with God along the trials and tribulations of this life. So you see guys, when we receive the life-giving gifts of the sacraments, We receive sanctifying grace, which if we receive with a humble and contrite heart, believing in Christ and his promises, we will most definitely feel this grace I'm talking about. And you will see, or you will seek to live out your daily life, willingly, carrying your own cross, with faith, patience, love and humility, all while giving glory to God and preparing your soul for its final destination in heaven with God. Guys, this podcast is actually quite short in in comparison to my last podcast. Um, So hopefully what I'm trying to say has come across and you don't take me the wrong way. with today's podcast i'm going to leave you with a reflection this reflection is something i really would like you to think about firmly Um, when you first read it sorry when you first hear it sorry because i'm i'm reading it (laughs) but when you first hear it i want you to replay it a couple of times um, because it's going to mean something different to you every time You hear it, if that makes sense. So please hear it with a a humble, open heart and just see whether God speaks to you over the future of hearing this and um, see where you go with it. You were created to be a beam of light for the world through him that shed his blood for you on a cross through him that bore your sin find yourself again with him and in him jesus is calling you will you shut out the noise of the world and its empty promises to hear the call of god once again i thank you for listening to my podcast may the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you and may the blessed virgin mary's intercession guide your thoughts actions and deeds thank you again and i appreciate all the people who have listened to my podcast and i hope you get something from it i really do thank you again and i hope you look forward to my next podcast which should be volume six